You are listening to the NIHL Flyby with your hosts Matt Lindsay and Dave Ferrari, proudly supported by Skaters Network and Pride Tape. Welcome to episode 64. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Lindsay. And I'm Dave Ferrari. Davey, the winter solstice has arrived. She's here, mate. She's here, mate. She's turned and doesn't she look beautiful? Just beautiful. The days are getting longer. Uh, is that right? I think. Oh, I couldn't tell you Something what the solstice like that, is, except the best damn NIHL season to date. Exactly. And in true fashion, Davey, we didn't really talk about it too much leading up because we realised just a couple of weeks ago that it was the buy round. Uh, we did say originally we planned to do something on that Tuesday night for the Div 2 games. Yeah, but Didn't there's no, happen. no Div 2 games. No, nothing. Practice week, which, mate, practice. I was out there last night. You were? Uh, and you just said, not today. Yeah, correct, mate. Just still on the part-time contract. No, a little, uh, my son Ruben's been crook with a virus called RSV. Um, RSVP. RSVP. And he gets that back as soon as possible. Well, he did to his dad. So, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, that's right. So, I got uh, diagnosed with it yesterday, mate. So, it's similar to, to a cold, a bit more respiratory. So, mm. I just thought, look, skating, probably not ideal for the lungs when they're uh, trying to fight back this little virus here. So, I sat on the bench, but it, from everything I've heard, mate, it went well. My good practice. We had, uh, we were missing a few. Obviously, Hamish still got the uh, the UBI. Yep. Um, you being a bit soft and, and missing a few others. So we, we had a few call-ins. We had Four Floors Whores come out. Mm. We had uh, Riley Tonks come out. Tonksy, uh, two goal Tonks. That, two goal Tonks. Um, we had Dash Quarterolo. Mate, it was just a plethora, as they say, of AIHL future superstars. We weren't yeah. getting the superstar title just yet. No. Uh, and yeah. then, away. mate, actually the biggest news we had was the debut, the fully equipped debut of... Mm, not Sampy. Not not Samson, but uh, North Stars current coach, um, kind of kind of co-coach Kevin Noble. Mm. So he geared up, mate. Obviously, he'd had a bit of uh, bit of surgery earlier in the year. Correct. Just feeling things out now. He can't play for the North Stars this year because of the import rules. They've already got their two imports. Um, hence why he's uh, running the bench. Yep. But I got to tell you, mate, he looked pretty good, and uh, I am trying hard to recruit him for senior ones. That would be great. We're, he, our bodies are dropping, aren't they? So any sort of reinforcements we can get in the back end of uh, the second half would be a huge advantage. Yeah. He, and, you know, I mean, hopefully by the end of the year, he can uh, get his games in and he might even be able to find his way onto our power play. Oh. I think oh. he might be able to help. Yeah. One of us will probably be bumped off. I was about to say, I was starting to a bit, the way a bit nervous, goes. but that is the way she goes. No, but... Missed uh, that button, didn't you? Yeah, I did. But uh, practice was good. Um, you know, when you only practice once a month, it, it's good to get out there and get some touches that you otherwise wouldn't get in a game yep. uh, and just work on smaller areas on the game. We were focusing on our, our breakouts and our forecheck a little bit. Uh, well, really, that's kind of all we focused on is just controlling the puck on the breakout and then angling, taking away the middle of the ice on the forecheck. Love it. Uh, run by kind of our player coach, GQ Opreya. Uh So that was good. And then we had the East Coast uh, fellas doing their thing before mm. us, uh, and they looked really good out there as well. So looking forward to getting back into the regular NIHL games next week. Yes. Uh, and this Sunday, mate, we have a Senior Ones game. I won't be there, unfortunately. I'll be uh, you'll be watching Melbourne. from down south, probably watch the, uh, the, the stream, I guess. Yeah, I'll see um, if someone can Facebook Live it on their phone. I'll mm. ask one of the two people that'll be in attendance. But taking on the Kings at the rink that we're still yet to get a win at. The Canterbury. Cursed. Canterbury Ice Arena. Yes, that's right, mate. I guess I'll be uh, the lone Yena carrying our forward pack. Um, forward lone, pack, I shouldn't say forward pack. I just mean our line. You'll be a lone wolf. Yeah, correct. Um, um, but I tell you what, if you get... I mean, what do we do then? If you guys go down and get the win without me and Homo... Well, you just we probably just, can't play in the finals if they're down in Canterbury, I'd imagine. Well, you just, yeah, you just don't break a winning thing. No, Exactly. Mate, I'm sure there'll be plenty more games there during the year. Hopefully a few more here, actually, with the unfortunate news of the Penrith Ice Palace. Penrith gone, mate. Closing. I was, I, I was played in the final game that the North Star Senior ones played in that building. Maybe your name will go in the Legends of Ice on Facebook uh, yeah. as part of the last team to play there. Yeah, I, doubt, I doubt that very much, <laughs> but that was good. And actually, I guess watch if you are a rep player out there, watch the schedule because talking to you know a bit of inside baseball here at the Hiss... Mm. They are looking to reschedule some games up here. 
So I know our senior ones in a couple of Sundays, I believe, we may have a 5.45 p.m. game up here as yeah, a bit of a make-up that. game. So um, there may be some more games moved up here, which is excellent. Uh, the more hockey here, the better is what I say. Definitely. And we haven't had much because the NI has been on break, mate. But we're going to wrap up round nine, which was the Division Three games last Thursday shortly. But first... Just want to reiterate our excitement, mate. We mentioned the winter solstice is here and we have our solstice game where we're going to be down here for the AIHL on July 16th to watch the Northies take on the Sydney Bears. And we want everyone to come down here, mate. Mate, it's going to be a big night. It's a Saturday. It's a 5.30 pm Yeah. pm uh, which meant no Northies game the next day, um, which means, mate, when the, when the game finishes, the night just gets going. We're, everyone will be out at the towns. So I think we're going to have everyone there probably grinding the night, night away at Finnegan's or, uh, the fair, yep. you know, Argyle or whatever Probably take your jersey days. off before you do that. So yeah, we, uh, yeah, we're, we're not, not associated with the, the clubhouses. newspapers uh, getting, getting peeled out of no, um, exactly. one of these establishments. But look, we want everyone down here. Get your tickets now. I'm assuming they're probably available online, are they? No. Yeah, they uh, are. thunderticks.com. Thunderticks. So, so okay. if anyone doesn't know, you can't get North Star tickets at the rink anymore because mm. they're, they're just the hottest ticket in town. Actually, if you watch the NBN News uh, highlights this week on your television, you would have seen the highlights of the weekend against Canberra and uh, the guy presenting that even mentioned that. He said, it's quickly becoming the hottest ticket in town and, and it honestly is, Matty, because uh, the last Sunday they sold out. Yep. Saturday night sold out. So you go online to a website called thunderticks.com. Mm. You search for the North Stars. You can find tickets there. You can buy your seating and standing tickets. Yep. Uh, and if there are any left on game day at the door, you can, buy, you can also buy standing tickets. But like I said, they often sell out. That's right, mate. Um, which leads us into the next thing, mate. Our Good Deeds tickets for the next home game as well. Uh, good deeds, mate. Good deeds. Good how, deeds tickets. How, why, when, and where. Yeah. Is, okay, so the McCormick started it. Correct. By, by giving away the best seats in the house while they were overseas in Canada. Yep. Well, for part of the time. Um, and we want to continue it. We do. Uh, and we, now, good deeds vary. Mm. This week we have a good deed. Now, this is not for this weekend, obviously, because the North Stars are in Brisbane, taking on the Lightning in a couple of exhibition games. This is for when they return on the... Saturday the 2nd of July versus the my old club, Matty, the Melbourne Ice. That's, yeah, that's right. Exactly. Um, bottom of the table. But yeah, bottom of the table. So 5.30 p.m. game. Mm. Um, and this week, uh, so the good deeds will vary. They will. Uh, Last week I was guessing correctly the four uh, music intros, TV series intros. Yep. Uh, we had Tim Peterson win that one. Yeah. Uh, who guessed in... Correctly, uh, what was it? It was uh, the ABC theme, Hockey Night, Hockey Night Canada. in Canada, uh, The Office and Seinfeld. That's right. Benny Donaldson also wrote in, but he wrote in a day late because apparently I said Saturday the 19th and Benny was a bit confused because Saturday was actually the 18th, so he wasn't sure when the tickets were available. So I'm sorry, Benny. I cooked it a little bit there. We didn't Whoa. pick it up in post, uh, but it was a Saturday night. So congrats to Tim for winning that one. And I'll lead it back to you, mate, for what the Good Deeds tickets are going to be won, uh, or how they're going to be won this week. Absolutely. So this week, we're being very selfish. And if you're a fan of the pod, the Good Deed this week is to support the people who are supporting the podcast. Uh, because as you all know, you know, this is, uh, it takes a lot of time. You, you have no idea the amount of time this takes to film a short little podcast, film, record a short little podcast, because the amount of times we, you think we screw up on the recording. That's oh, just the stuff we've Imagine the there. edits. Um, but the, uh, the, the first kind of uh, busy business that's come to the party to, to get behind us, which we love, is Drop-In Espresso, 107 Nelson Street, Walls End, mate. Correct. They've, uh, well, we're in the merch one. We're in the merch right now. Got the, got the hoodie on. <clears throat> and uh, we're loving it. So we want to, you know, the good deed this week is going to support the people who support us and uh, going to grab a coffee or yep. like I did this morning, Maddie, grab the uh, pulled pork breakfast burger. Lovely. And the pulled pork on there, got the egg as well. Nice, soft uh, bun. I think it was the Turkish. I could be telling lies. I can't remember. That was a long time ago, <laughs> being this morning. Uh, and 
you know, maybe snap a photo with yourself yep. in or around the drop-in or with the drop-in cup. Uh, so drop-in espresso, 107 Nelson Street Walls, and you do that and you're in the running. Correct. You, you, you do have two weeks to tips. do this one, we should say, because they Plenty don't play this weekend. They're up in Brisbane taking on the uh, the Lightning. We versed the Lightning, mate. We did. Have you got any tips for the, the Northies? Get get uh, get a young Josh Seckham in front of the net, just screening and banging home rebounds. It worked for us. We got two goals that way. Yep. So, yeah, that's what Great you do. Tip. Head down to drop-in espresso in Wall's End. And while you're ordering that coffee, just say, hey, we love your support of the Flyby podcast. Mm. And they'll probably look at you like you don't know what we're talking about. But um, we love the support we're getting. So support them. Snap a photo. Send it to us or put it on, you know, tag us in it on Insta, your story, whatever. Just DM it to us. We don't mind. Um, and then you're in the running. Could get those tickets. That night's going to go off as well, Matty, because it's another game where there's no game the next day. Yep. So fans, players, staff, media. And if you love to see goals, listen to the crowd cheer, that is the game to go to because the Melbourne Ice have been absolutely bleeding goals. <laughs> well, yeah, you're not really talking the game up, mate. They're, they're getting better, actually. <laughs> they are getting well, they're better. They're starting to close the gap. They had a close one against the Mustangs last week, so... Um, there you go. I think they just, you know, they're going to get get a bit more grit to their game. We need more dogs. They have a great uh, coaching staff, so it doesn't surprise me. Brent Laver, Sandy Gardner. Yep. The old the old crew are back the old riding the saddle yeah. again. So love those guys. Absolutely. Now, mate, let's uh, let's quickly dive into the Stanley Cup Finals before Oof. we get to the NIHL because well, you missed a bit of the game today but there was a game today while we filmed game four yeah, yeah in tampa patty's team actually tampa patty naden loves him yeah yeah i'm patty naden so all your haters better stop hating i bust more rhymes than a lazy susan and i support the tampa uh, bay lightning <laughs> and anyway that's right went to ot mate um, lightning were up one nothing and the, the reports i was getting from you actually because i was driving mm. um i was driving to the airport actually to pick up uh New, well, not newcomer. He's played some games this new year. New oldcomer. Uh, North Stars goaltender, Charlie Smart. Yeah. Just buddy. adding uh, another body to that um, busy, the busy goal crease. you got Ethan Speld. A lot James, of competition. James Downey and now uh, Charlie Smart. Yep. Uh, just going to be here for a few weeks, getting some games in. So, And you, on the way there, I was talking to you and you're like, mate, Colorado's getting dominated. It's not even, not even close. They can barely touch the puck. I think after the first period, it was like 18 shots to three. Uh, in favour of Tampa, so they were all over it. Kemper was keeping Colorado in it, and obviously very well, because it ended up going to OT, mate, two all at the end of the third, and then sure enough, ex-Toronto Maple Leaf, Nazem Kadri. Kadri goes... Bam! Top shelf! Literally, the puck disappeared. No one knew it went in. Top shelf! <laughs> what a goal. Like, And he didn't even know he scored. No. Everyone was actually looking around. It was uh, Byram. Who skated up to the ref, which who was, was right who's behind in? the net. It's yeah. like, right there. Yeah. It's right there. It's, it's right Top there. Top <laughs> Exactly. So they take the series now three to one. Mate, I don't know how often it happens, but Tampa are going to be in Struggle Street now to try win three in a row. I mean, I I can't see them doing it, really. Because you've got to go back to Colorado now. Mm. Mile high city. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it's a little thinner. And Colorado... Just they're hungry. That's the thing with Tampa. Like they've won two in a row. Obviously, they're just the best of the best. But uh, it's hard to stay hungry when you're full. Whereas yep. Colorado are just chomping at the bit. They just know one more win, and now they can do it on home ice. Exactly. Uh, it's going to be pretty special. Now you do I, often see though, like the oh, we've got three games to do it. You know, let's just yeah take our time. We've got plenty of chances. True, and playing, can against a, playing against a desperate hockey team. But yep. oh, mate, I hope they. Well, sorry, sorry, Patty and other Tampa fans, uh, except for you, Cujo. Not sorry at all. Uh, <laughs> we want Colorado to win, Matty. I think you and me are on the Colorado. Yep, Colorado train. But. Uh, It'll be interesting because I'm pretty sure last time Colorado won it was the the famous Joe Sakic to Ray Bork pass off. Yeah, is that right? Correct. Um, where obviously Ray Bork played in the league for a million years, uh, a bit like a Ray Sheffield actually, but he would never won a cup, unlike mm. Ray Sheffield. Um, and then Joe Sakic, being the captain, he obviously goes and is the first one to receive and lift the cup. Yep. 
Uh, and, and, you know, as the story goes now, he just kept telling Ray Bork, stay close to me. Uh, and he was right there. Sakic received it from Gary Bettman and didn't lift it at all. Just gave it straight. Passed it directly across yep. to Ray Bork, who was the first to lift the cup. Uh, and he pretty cool captain, moment. Of so, yeah, pretty pretty cool moment, mate. Now Sakic's a GM. Might be able to do it again. That leads us into who actually may have picked the Colorado Avalanche to win the cup in our bracket challenge, mate. We haven't mentioned it much because you and I weren't faring too well. And oh, actually, speaking of, we did just look at the standings before starting the, the pod, mate, and we had to scroll pretty far to find Ferrari's name. Uh, we did, mate, uh, because now we have 20, what do we have, 25 people in our bracket? Yep. Um, now, you know, while you guys are playing chess, I'm playing checkers. You were all trying to pick... The bracket, I was tr- I was doing the reverse bracket, trying to pick yes. the worst. Because that's actually often harder to do, Matty. The green jacket. The green jacket. So it's actually often harder to – it's like if you're doing your footy tips each week, you want to you know, tip eight or ten or whatever, how many winners there are. Yep. It's actually hard to pick no winners. Who's gonna- <laughs> it's just as hard to pick that as, as the flush. So I'm coming 25th. You are, mate. Uh, dead, dead last. last. Your uh, number for the AHL Northies, though. So I respect what you're doing there. Yeah, well, yeah, twenty five exactly. Mm. Uh, so I'm on, I'm on forty points. You're uh, still in the flames to win, and they and yeah, that's right. And they still could. You never know; they could actually call that goal in, which was in, but uh, they called it a kick. Yeah, to, brutal know, pack of cheats. But uh, the next closest is Dan Williams. He's on sixty eight, so he's got a, a twenty eight point lead on me, which is pretty good. But for context, matey, let's start from the top. Sure. Uh, now we have Jados. I assume that's Jane Ryan. I'm going to guess. Yeah, I'm going to guess that too. Now we don't. We're not privy to see who it actually is, but no. Jados, 166 points, and he has Colorado to win it. Yep. Second place, Watini, 23. That's Matt Watini. Always seems to pick the winners. He's always around the winners. He, he doesn't mind getting on a winner. I wonder if he uses actual cash on these sort of things. Probably not. But oh, I reckon he would. 163 points. Uh, now. Jados's total possible points is 266. So if all goes to plan for him, he wins it. Wins regardless, yeah. Uh, Wetney, he is 106, sorry, 263. So three points back now. Now the flying or who do you think that is, Matty? I'm not Shaffy. sure. Shaffy. a Boston Bruins fan. Well, there is something about down here about hydration. Oh. So, But the flying or is on also tied on 163 and has the same amount of to- total possible points. And they've all picked Colorado. Here's where it changes. Dean Sloan, Sloaney four, also on 163, but he picked Toronto as a winner, mate. Mm, what a legend. Thanks, so Sloaney. He, he cannot get any more possible points. No, he's, he's capped. He's capped out. So he's tied for second in that three-way tie. Mate, you're not going to run through all 25, are we? No, but let's just talk. <laughs> okay, let's just go with the names we know. Brownie, number nine, Tanisha number Brown. Oh, that is number... Yeah, Tanisha Brown. She's in six. She's in six, I reckon. And then she says Brown, eight. But anyway, she's in six, 159. She's maxed out because she thought LA was going all the way. Wow. Uh, the commander... Now, commander now, in gotta chief. Gav. Gav, it's, not commander and chief. Gav is the commander and the chief. Uh, he's picked Colorado, but yep. uh, with his max points, uh, you know, I think he probably went heavy on Washington. Now, our very own stats man. Stats. He's in eighth. Uh, he's picked Colorado. So looking pretty good. Uh, Lindsay three. There I am, uh, mate. Lindsay uh, picking <laughs> picking the Toronto Maple Sitting leaves. in ninth though, middle of the pack. Now I think this is Shaffy. Water sucks. Gatorade is better. No. You think no? No. Who do you reckon that is? That'll be someone else on the senior team who is going against Shaffy. So Ooh. I reckon Shaffy is a flying oar up the top. Uh, now we no, got he's it. not. He's the rat plus the cup equal the champs. That's, That's right. him. The rat and the cup equal the champs. Gross. He's got Boston there. Now this is how we do it. Has it has picked Tampa, but it's not uh, not looking good for you. No. And Corey Perry. It sorry. says, "Is this how I do it?" Is, yeah, that, that <laughs> I think might have been Jiku. <laughs> no, you know we've got another Jiku there, so it's not him. But anyway. Anyway. Lol. Uh, but also, it was uh, that's right. It was Boyd backing the Flames, flaming out with mm. me, although way ahead of me. Uh, last minute, big fella. We know that as uh, Rob McIntosh. Yep. He picked the Oilers. You know, yep. Wake up to yourself. Yeah, right it's never going to happen. We're an anti-Oilers podcast. Uh, ride or die in 22 has also done the Oilers, so you're dead to us. No, that's a joke. That's <laughs> weird jokes. Anyway, uh, mate, I'm Milesy, ninth. Milesy picked Toronto as well. You're last. So, I'm happy about that. 
Yeah, but it's not over yet. It's not it's over yet. Yeah, our points are maxed I cannot out, get mate, any so point nothing's points, happening so there. Yeah. But anyway, it's not over. Uh, Jados is in the lead, likely going to win. Uh, but we'll wait and see, mate, because anything could happen in Game 5. So, yeah, once that's wrapped up, uh, which will be by next week's podcast, I dare say, the way things are going. Correct. Uh, we'll crown the champ. Let's and, wrap uh, up yeah. NHL Round 9. Davey, let's put a bow on it before the bye week happened. Thought he'd never shut up. Oh, that finally, be... mate, We can dig into the game. That's so right, mate. So this is going back in time to June 16th, mate. Can you just it? let me introduce it, please? Because yeah, we now... Go into the NHL wrap-up, <coughs> thanks to our mates at Drop-In Espresso Bar Ooh. at 107 Nelson Street, Walls End, mate. And they want us, us to let the listeners know that this week the special is the braised pork belly with pickled vegetables, Ooh. fried garlic. Yeesh. Oh, delish. I uh, don't know this next word. Q-pie? Mayo? Q-pie? <laughs> Q-pie, Q-pie, mayo? I don't know. And a master stock reduction. Oh, get, get that with the quiche. It'll make your day. Yeah, absolutely. So let's hear about it, mate. Absolutely. So, uh, okay, 6.30 game. The first game, D3 Astros taking on the D3 Navigators. And it's what we love to see. It's a nice, close game. Mm. So in this one, the Astros got up 3-2 over the Navs. The game-winning goal, mate, going to Hugo Sutherland. Uh, little Hugo. Yeah. Well, yeah, little, yeah, little Ain't little no more, no. And it was actually a shorty. Interesting, in this game, they scored an even strength goal, a power play goal, and then that game when it was a shorthanded goal. Wow. So doing it, doing it in every fashion. Uh, <clears throat> they also got pinged with a too-many-men penalty. Isn't that the worst? Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're just trying to change. I got him, you take him. Is this my guy? We Slow do see that a lot in the NI, don't we? Yeah. I mean, it's, the two gates as, little, as well. Of, it can get confusing. The lack of bench coaches, uh, perhaps. But uh, Captain Andy Sawyer getting, the, getting that lone goal in the power play, the second. Uh, their second of the night, nice sorry. Um, and opening the scoring, Jeffrey Lyon. Now, Jeffrey Lyon, we've talked about him a lot on this podcast. Interesting mm. case study because yes. capabilities, through the roof. Yep. Desire? Yeah. Depends on the day. Depends on the day. Yep. Um, can he shoot a puck? Yes. Mm. Uh, very Will hard, he shoot a puck? Very Not accurate. sure. <laughs> it just it depends if he feels like it. That's right. Uh, so, he, good to see him, him scoring. Uh, but for the Navigators, mate, Clayton Ballard, young Clay Ballard, got two goals on the night. Probably would have had a hat-trick, but uh, at the end of the second period, just went hard into the end boards, mm-hmm. um, I believe. Unfortunately, a bit of a, a, bit of a head upper, knock. What do we call it? Oh, upper sorry. Body. Yeah. Call it an upper body. UBI. Uh, didn't return to the game, but uh, from what I, what I hear, all reports are good bill of health. Yep. Hopefully back in the lineup next week for the Navs. Wish you a speedy recovery, Clayton. Yep, absolutely, mate. Uh, now, Ryan Payne, uh, getting the call up in this one in net 19 saves on 21 shots mm-hmm. uh, and Josh Logan Pye for the win sorry for the loss 30 saves on 33 shots so int- always interesting with goalies sometimes you mm-hmm. lose a game you end up making way more saves than the goalie down the other end exactly so that's a little personal victory to take with you there uh, and Warren Fenn as well mate picked up an assist in this one for the Astros now I remember him well from his days with the Greenhawks in Division 2 yeah uh, but then just took a, a years off from the sport now he's just rejoined it but slowly getting back into that form that could see him one day in the near future be knock- knocking on the door of Division 2 mm. Um, and I think the Astros have a few players on their team that could be doing that. Um, none other than young Oli Dalzell, who Dalzell, sorry, who didn't score in this one, but just continues to uh, to impress and and kind of bring an offensive uh, or his offensive game to the game each night. He's always a threat, mate. He is. Hopefully, he's enjoying his time with his old man because they may potentially be separated in the near future. Yeah, well, I think the old man might be able to play up there too, but uh, it's going to be a numbers game. Speaking of old man, Justin Marshall on the Navigators, mate. Sorry, Justice. Uh, he chipped in with an assist, but kind of the the bigger news was uh, they they were out a few players and Navigators. They had to make some call-ups, yep. one of which was his daughter, Lucy Marshall, called up from the Division 4 Navigators. I think she thought it might have been full contact. Yeah, she thought, oh, I've gone to Division 3. Surely this is, uh, this is the bigs and it's full contact because mm. she started throwing the body out there and... Uh, Ended up walking away with uh, a body checking penalty. So, bit of a goon. Yeah. Bit of a goon. We so, don't condone it, Lucy. Not at all, Lucy. So, smarten up if you want to uh, keep yourself in this league. And that's just a joke because she made our coffees this morning. Thank you, Lucy. <laughs> Not at drop-in, here at the rink. Game two, mate. D3 Sonics taking on the Galaxy. 
this one also close. Galaxy getting up 3-2 over the Sonics and actually outshooting them 24-15. Wow. Now, Layla McKenzie uh, hasn't, didn't play this year as a player, unfortunately, just because of the numbers. There was no room, which is very unfortunate. We cannot wait to get her back on a roster, yep. hopefully in the summer. But she has been playing a lot of goal of late and has been absolutely tearing it up. So 21 saves on 24 shots and a lot of them really good saves too. Really mm-hmm. having to reach for them, stretch, make, make the save, not just letting pucks hit her, but actually making the save. So really good job by her. Losing effort, but uh, – well, I shouldn't say losing effort. In a – you know, they lost the game, but uh, a great effort by her to get 21 saves. Like to see that. And Brandon Prince, Brando getting the both goals for the Sonics, both unassisted too, and uh, only about three minutes apart. So he just had a little uh, – Burst of energy there where boom, he boom. was on fire. Yeah. Uh, that was good to see. And, of course, uh, we you know we spoke about it last week, but uh, the big booty, Mitch Booty, making the permanent move up now from Division yep. 4 to Division 3. How did he go? No, he was there, mate, but he didn't find his way onto the score sheet. But it's only a matter of time because we, we've seen how he hustles yep. and we've seen how he can put the puck in the back of the net. Uh, on the Galaxy side of things, though, mate, the the game-winning goal – and sorry, I forgot – I should have added this off the bat. This game went into overtime. Oh, there was one shot in overtime, off the stick of young Taj Lowry, and boom, straight into the back of the net. That was the game-winning goal halfway through overtime. Sorry, thirty seconds into overtime. I forgot that we do a three-minute here. We do a three minutes. Yes. Uh, so that was great to see, young Taj, mate. He's having a really strong year, just building off the strong season he had in the summer um, space launch. Mm. Uh, he's missed some time over the seasons with some injuries. But good to see him back. Bit of a and multi-sport I, athlete, I think. Yeah, and I know he got some goals, some overtime goals in the space launch season too. So he's a bit of a an overtime specialist, I reckon. Yep. And Ange Kolosovsky's mate, the the man we all know and love, he got two goals in this game. Uh, solid effort by him. We've been seeing him around the rink lots lately, taking photos. Uh, hopefully, some of us snapping some of him. Uh, you know, playing the game. I really like the way Ange goes about about it as a player. He's got the long, slower stride, yep. but, he's, but he's fast, if that makes sense. He's got the slower feet, the long, flowing stride. Really digs into the ice. But power and uh, brings a lot of speed to it. And uh, the play that I really like is Bridie Wettis-Wheeler. Oh, Really, really dominated. I didn't, didn't know anything about this player before the season. Was impressed early on. But uh, seeing them recently, I found I think they've just improved a heap. Yep. So, you know, I don't give out the most improved awards for teams, but I would say they would be a front runner. There you go. So, mate, that's the wrap. That's, uh, well, that's the wrap of Div 3. Lovely. Thanks for dropping Espresso Bar for the wrap-up of Round 9. Now, mate, you mentioned photos before of AK. I wonder if Jess Fuller has taken any photos of him because we want to mention Jess now... In a bit of a giveaway. Absolutely, mate. What do we got? Just continuing on from last week, mate, we have five packages to give away thanks to Jess Fuller Photography. Now, you're going to mention how to be in the running for these, but what it includes is a USB with the game photos on it from the night organised with Jess, plus 10 or more photos of the player that won't be posted on Facebook, a preview sent to the player the night of the photos, and also a few photos printed out. Now, how do these players get picked for one of these five packages, mate? Absolutely, mate. What you do is you get online. Well, first of all, you should probably follow Jess Fuller Photography because yes, they, they all go online. That's a must. And, and while you're at it, follow AK as well, AK Hockey Shots. But Jess Fuller, find a photo that she's taken of you. Guarantee there'll be one in there. If, if you can't or if you, you didn't like that angle of yourself, Find another one that you liked of, of a mate of yours or something. Share it on your story or your Instagram page. Tag Jess. Tag at Newcastle Ice Hockey. Hashtag community through hockey. Uh, and we will, you'll be in the running. And Correct. you could win this, uh, which is a pretty awesome prize. We all love the photos. I know everyone pretends they don't. They yep. think they're, you know, no, they're, they're pros. But uh, from everyone from NIHL, recreational to I know even all the ARHL players they love it when there's photos of themselves they can't get enough of it so you getting the exclusive content early getting the nice individual pictures and the USB so you have access to the high quality 
uh, images of them is is just excellent. Uh, and I'm looking forward to giving this one away, Matty. Love it. And thank you to Jess for those packages. Now, mate, we have to mention as well that the winter solstice season instalments are due next week. So should have received an email from us last week or the week before with a reminder um, but just need to let everyone know that if you have paid by instalments, you will have an instalment due prior to our round 10 next week. We're also about to get into one of the funnest parts of our year, learn to play evaluations, where we get yes. to promote and introduce brand new hockey players into the NIHL and the community. Absolutely, mate. We love that. That's next Monday, evaluation night. So those players that have mastered the skate the game end and have all their equipment, we just check them off, make sure they can do it all safely. Stopping mm. is a big one, being able to control their speed. Uh, get them down the other end. And if you, the players down the other end that have all their gear, making sure that uh, they have the correct gear, they're handling the pucks uh, well enough. Yep. And, and can still control their skating while handling a puck and then hopefully graduate them onto the league ASAP. Love it, mate. Can't wait to do that. It's always an exciting time of year. Now, time mm. for our segments, mate, where we're going to bring one back very quickly here. Ooh, we love the Pride Tape Raw. We what do we do. got? Davey, this month is Pride Month. It is. And we want to get some more Pride Tape out on the sticks, give some more shout-outs. So what we're doing is a pretty significant discount on our pride tape for the rest of june this is now let's be real this is the biggest discount we've ever done on it ever 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 done on our website i think (laughs) we're looking at 50 percent off pride tape mate whether you get a five stack whether you get a single on the website for the next week till the end of june 50 percent off using the discount or coupon code pride 50 now I mean, if anyone is wondering how much it is, it's about half. Correct. It's about half price. Yep. You look at the price, halve it, that's what you're paying. Yep. Now, you can still get shipping. I think it's about 10 bucks for shipping. That's not going to change, unfortunately. Yeah, but you can also just... Pick it up right here at our little NSA office, mate. It's not at the pro shop. It's in our little red door. So, you are going to have to... Uh, Find a time that you and I are here, which is usually during the NIHL weeks. Yeah, or we just we lay it out in a little packaging with your Or we can do that as well. The supervisor can just pa- pass it on. Very true. They do have a key in here. They can come in and grab it. But look, we've got about eight days left. Let's get out there, get some pride tape on the sticks, make sure we're showing everyone that we're a nice, inclusive community, and let's hear some more pride tape roars over the next couple of weeks yeah look when we first got the pride tape you know we were really excited to get the message out there it was yep. like a, it was like a new toy i know we still have some on our sticks but i feel yeah we have dropped the ball not dropped the ball but it has slipped a little bit so it is a good time especially this month just to raise a bit of awareness because like we used to say back in the day and i still think it rings true what definitely does ring true that we are an inclusive community uh, we want everyone to be a part of our community and um it's, it's very welcoming. So mm. I, I was really happy when people were purchasing it, getting on their tape. Not only were they scoring goals, and you know we saw the direct link in that, yep. but um, just helping spread that message. And I think you, particularly this month, if we can do another good another push of that, another good job of that, um, someone in the community is going to benefit from that by by being able to be themselves a little more around the rink. Yep. Uh, and that's probably something we'll never see or hear about, but uh, but we know will happen, so mm. let's get it out there. And it's actually good quality tape too. It's not I just like a gimmick. It. Yep. doesn't yep. just look good. It actually uh, feels good to use as well. And we should shout out, mate, the uh, the Harbour Lights Ice Hockey Club that's based out of Sydney. Um, they have a social media presence, Instagram and Facebook. And this month, mate, they are having a Pride Month Invitational uh, hockey game. I guess it's a beginner and experienced games happening at the ISU. Uh, which is down in Sydney at 689 Gardners Road, Alexandria. Uh, Saturday the 25th, this weekend, mate. It's going to be tomorrow by the time this pod comes out, so not a lot of notice from our end, but look, we'll get it out there anyway. 9.45 to 11.45 p.m., pretty late one, but... Oh, mate, it's going to be a bloody disco game. Yeah, exactly, but as we know, um, ice is limited around the country, so it's a bit of a late one, but... Jess Fuller's going to be down there, mate, to shoot some photos for those uh, games that are happening, so very excited to see what she comes up with there. But yeah, anyone who wants to go down and be a part of that looks like uh, beginner and experienced players are welcome. Yeah, absolutely. And what I, I really like those uh, Harbour Lights jerseys with the black and they got the... Uh, the seahorse. The seahorse. What? 
Oh, yeah, this is also awesome. yeah. Ne- Okay, I've got to say. Yeah, but look that closely. I just in the back. I just like the whole cut of them. Yeah. So I think they yep. do a good job with it. Agreed. All right, Davey, let's jump into a couple of segments now. AI Find HL. out. Oh, AHL, you want to jump right into yeah, it? Yeah, you want to talk about that. All right, let's do it right now. Anyway. Now, mate, a big week of AIHL it was. I was here in person watching the Northies take on the Canberra Knights here at the Hiss Saturday and Sunday. Yep. You were... Canberra uh, brave, mate, but yeah. Did I say the Knights? Yeah, we've been around the AI for too long. Who are they? Uh, You were on the comfort of your own couch. I was. There's Um, no room was crook, so I wasn't down here. I was watching on the great KO... uh, I just got KO Sport. I don't have KO Freebies, but I would watch it on that if I didn't have the subscription, mate. But got to say, the quality was outstanding. Now, mate, what a weekend of hockey it was. It was it, it, If you stayed for the whole weekend, you really got to read the whole book because yep. Saturday, the North, Stars the North East. did not show up. They, it, was, uh, it was a rough game. They, not rough as in physical. Actually, there was no physicality whatsoever. Mm. Um, they, they just, I, think they, I think what was happening is they just dipped a toe in. They waited to see how good Canberra were. And by the time they realised that Canberra are a slick outfit – uh, they were just on their heels. Little too late. Yep. Nothing was going right. You can't get a bounce to go your way at that point. Throwing pizzas up the middle. Absolute pies up the middle. Uh, and six to one, they got pounded. Yep. Uh, and I know... On a positive note, though, Speldy got in there and just shut the door. Nine saves. Yeah. In about seven minutes of hockey. Mm. Um, so really good by him. Tough spot to go in. Nice and cold. Yep. Um, so he just continues. He's had a few games now he's stitching together, whether it's finishing off games or, or starts that he's had, uh, where he's either got the win or played very, very well. So good to see him. That was that was one of the bright spots, mate. Yep. But i got to say, immediately after the game, uh, look, it's just one loss. doesn't matter if you win kind of <clears throat> one nothing. Oh, sorry, you lose one nothing, uh, or you lose 6-1. Uh, a loss is a loss. But after the game, immediately I could really tell, you know, being around the players that uh, – they were all. They just needed a bit of a pick me up. They were all kind of flat, uh, flat and disappointed in themselves and and the team. Yeah, N- not an angry disappointed. Just we. They knew they were better than that. So fast forward to the Sunday. I know the coaching staff tweaked things a little bit with the with the lineup, etc., and, and tactically, much better game, mate. They came out skating and checking right from the get go. Made it really hard for Canberra to get anything going. Yep, they were playing much more connected. Uh, and they scored first off of a beauty goal from Liam Manwaring, but an even better screen by Paddy Naden, which, not going to lie, mate, if you could go to Toronto and uh, review, I'd probably say it would be no goal because there was a little it was bit very of close, goal yeah. interference there, a bit of contact. But uh, but they called it a good goal, and that it was. Uh, and then it was just a back-and-forth game, mate. And this crowd in here, I think it was probably a bit busier on the Saturday night, just being a Saturday night. Yeah. But the crowd on Sunday was super loud. We have the had the North Stars chant going. And I gotta say, when Berno found Francis in front of the net there for that third goal, the place erupted. Mm. Uh looked but, like the roof blew off, mate. Yeah, it very well could have. But uh the the I'm real proud of the guys, the response, particularly Captain Liam Manwaring. He was filthy at himself. Uh, Saturday, you know, he missed some scoring chances, took some penalties, was just getting frustrated, but uh, ended up scoring two goals on the night as we win 3-2. Matty, what did you see from your television? Mate, I saw uh, old Costello shoot the puck one-timer. I know. I reckon he was trying to hit the net. You reckon he was purposely hitting sorry, the back who, door? Who's Costello? Um, sorry, uh, Cordarello. Quarterola, yes, Quarterola. Yeah, yeah, mate. Yeah, the big yeah, yeah. dash Quarterola, number eighty. He uh, got a pass across the bluey, took a one t. It was going about two meters wide. I I reckon I saw disappointment in his eyes. You reckon he's you saw elation because it went straight down to uh, Liam Van wearing stick on the back door backhand in. Now, so um, at the time, I got yeah, I got to say. At the time, I was giving him more more credit. I thought it was an, a shot pass on purpose. Yep. Seeing Liam coming in the back door there. Upon further review of the video, he 100% found on that shot. <laughs> <laughs> and it just luckily went right to Liam. There you go. Off I was there. right. I should be bloody coaching this team. You should be special colour comments, actually. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, that was a, a pretty sweet moment. And yeah, obviously Frankie and, and Berno um, working together there. I was kind of surprised that it just kind of came out of nowhere, really. Like, uh, yeah. Their goalie uh, played the puck behind the net pretty softly. Um, 
Berno just said thanks for coming. Bounced it off. I love those plays where you use the uh, the back post behind the net. Yeah, yeah. To uh, old, dish it to yourself. Old, how's she doing? Yeah, D-Man just went swinging past. And uh, he popped right out, dished it to Frankie. Far side, sealed the deal. Very exciting. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, and then some nervous uh, kind of last minute, whether it was a the six on five. Was Canberra's goalie was out, but some uh, very stellar defending by the North Stars and really gutsy kind of character building win, yep. which was good to see. Uh, now we split, at, you know, we, we don't play them again on the big ice until playoffs down in uh, in Melbourne this year, I believe it is. I think. I don't know if that's yeah, interesting schedule, but, uh, hey? Like back to back games here, then back to back down in Canberra. Down in Canberra on the small rink. So knowing that we can beat them um, on the big ice was definitely a big thing for the fellas. Yeah. Uh, so now we just uh, hopefully can get the better of them on their rink in Canberra, which I actually think will suit our game a little better. We are the more physical team when yep. we're on top of our game. Bert was um, throwing the absolute body oh, on Sunday. Oh, I would not to be checked by that guy's oh. uh, absolute unit. He had to get in a nice bath for sure. Doesn't slow down at all. Got to tell you the quick story about um, our good friend Timmy Stanger. Yeah, please on, do. Because I noticed, yeah, he looked way different on Sunday compared to Saturday. So Saturday, he's and as we know, Timmy Stanger... He's had the mustache going, a bit like yourself, Matty, but for the last six years, I've learned recently. Yeah. Uh, six years Long since time. he's not had the muzzy. Um, and he got a high stick from Trebeco. Right, uh, gave himself a nice, probably three, four stitches worth, cut right on, right under the mustache on the, oh. the upper lip. Hope the chicklets are all right. Yeah, the chicklets are okay, but the, the cookie duster, mate. The uh, What happened? It, well... We couldn't get any uh, band-aids or steri strips to close the cut so he could finish playing. Because uh, of the hair. So he said, well, I'll just get rid of the muzzy. Wow. Give me a razor. We said, we don't have one, mate. <laughs> why, why would we? <laughs> so Tien Wui, um, good friend of Tim, good friend of all of ours, really, but uh, he sent Tien down to 7-Eleven to buy him a razor. Unreal. Tien a little big big razor. Yeah, big razor. A little $2 big razor. Tien was gone up and back in a flash. Uh, Timmy shaved the mustache off and was able to get some stereo strips on there to close up the cut, finish the game. Mate, if that doesn't tell the listeners the kind of guy Timmy is, to just not even think twice, to shave something he's been growing for six years, not even think about it, just to be able to get back out there and keep playing. Mate, he's team first. He's just a guy's guy, so... Uh, he did that, finished the game that night, went to the hospital, uh, only a couple hour wait, but uh, had some, got some, I think it was three stitches, and they closed it up very nicely. Uh, tried to wear the bubble to protect it on the Sunday, but mm. just said, no, nah, mate, I can't do it. Went back to the visor, uh, and so far, no harm, no foul. It's healing up nicely. Lovely. Good wrap up there, mate. And obviously, they're up uh, in Brisbane this weekend. We wish the team all the best, and we'll hope for some uh, good results coming out of there. I'm kind of jealous, actually. We haven't been up to... Queensland, what, oh, since? Yes. Yeah, 2012. 13, yeah, something like yeah. that. So, very jealous. All right, let's find out who the mystery player was, Davey, of episode 63. Now, I've deleted the clues, which is unfortunate, but I think it was something along the lines of the players played every season uh, since COVID, at risk of ODing on too much hockey. Father-son combo, left shot, that's right, and uh, skateboarding, what kind of trick would they do? It was the ollie, because, mate, this one was Oliver Dalzell, and we have a couple of winners. Who we got? We have Benny Donaldson somehow, Sam Dalzell, hoping that one came through, and Sherry McCormack, mate. Very good, very good. Congratulations to those guys. Uh, yeah, like we were saying earlier, mate, the father and son duo. Don't know how long that's going to be together because Ollie just continuing to dominate. Yep. Uh, and Sam, not far behind him. No, I shouldn't, exactly. I shouldn't say behind him. They're, they both do a great job. Yep. But uh, I think Sam's actually young, uh, young Ollie, just the way he's affiliated up as well already. So, yeah, definitely not too far away. All right, mate. What are the clues for this week's? This player. Nearing on 100 games in the NIHL. Not just any regular player. Sorry. Not just any re- any is regular a, player. Is that a hint? As they have more than double the amount of goals than they do assists. Ooh. Every time I see this player's name on a jersey, I think of those sturdy vertical 
real uh they're usually yellow right in front of uh shop fronts there to stop cars from smashing into the the front glass you know those oh, things yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like um yeah bollard yeah or yeah similar to um the things that you tie up a you moor up a boat to i think they're the same things okay i think you also like a jetty like a jet yeah, yeah that's right a pier anyway speak oh speaking of ships though mate they've actually jumped teams a couple of times Ooh. they've gone from gold miners they've gone to cavemen they've thought oh don't know about the cavemen then the space launch came about they jumped to the navigators which was the cavemen which one well, was it there you go so maybe haven't really jumped ship but anyway this year winter solstice who what team could they be on i don't know did they jump ship did they stay and navigate through i don't know but that is this week's Uh, look, one other thing I'll add is just, you know, I think to get some good clues from this one, you'll have to comb the rosters and build a, a good foundation. Um, mm. Build build that good foundation and, and see what comes of it. Love it. All right, Davey, we heard from our good mate, Sherry McCormack, this week and gave us some quickfire lies. Ooh, we like this. We, we like do. this. Very fun. So I'm going to... Well, at least we have fun with it. I'm going to get up her email right now, mate. While I hit the button... Fire Which you were meant to fix, mate, but... Uh, yeah, I'll get yeah, to it one yeah. day. I'm a busy man. That's the way she goes. I've been That's sick, as you she know. Goes. She's gone. That's right. That's the way she goes. Sometimes she goes, sometimes it doesn't. She didn't go. That's the way she goes. It's going to be the best. No- All right, mate. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. I'm just killing time, mate. Just uh, Sherry McCormack. Hi, Matt and Dave. Since you enjoyed getting emailed addressed to you first... Wait. Yeah, because it's... Oh, uh, right. Uh, she's, she's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, she's gotcha. Pe- appeasing to your uh, neediness to be first in an email, mate. Incidentally, it's a human habit to put people's names in alphabetical order. Think about the couples you know and how you address them. It's usually alphabetically, right? Oh, interesting. Was it usually the, the female first? Uh, if there's a male Not in her example. So she's got Brendan and Sherry, Gary and Leanne, Belinda and Ray, etc. It's kind of weird, but there you go. So in our little relationship, mate... You are usually coming first, aren't you? Dave and Matt, but I, I do request Matt first. Yeah. So, yeah, well, we go. say a podcast with Matt and Dave, but you made that graphic. So I did, yeah, yeah. I did that purposely. Put yourself first. There you go. All right, two truths and a lie. She has. I did a bit of a spin on this just by accident. Okay. Two lies and a truth. Right. Okay. Oh, okay. So I guess we guess the truth. Yes. Number one. Oh, this is about AK. All right. Anj Kolozovsky. He is originally from Lithuania. We interviewed AK, and I'm pretty... No, I think it was Latvia. Was it Latvia or Lithuania? I think it was Latvia. I think it's Latvia too. Yeah, so I okay. think I've got it right off the bat, but let's there see what we else we've got here. Number two, he never played hockey inside a building before he came to Australia. I'd believe that. I would believe that. And number three, he has three children... I thought he only has two. Yeah, mate. We recently played that tennis match. He came out and recorded, yeah, he and he only two brought two him. kids. Maybe he has three, but two were present. Uh, so what? Two lies and a truth. Oh, okay. No, here's the thing, though. So what? Read the Lithuanian one again, because it could be a play on words. He is originally. So he may originally be from Lith- Lithuania, but grow grew up in Latvia. Because right. I'm pretty sure he's only got two kids. There's two, but there's two lies and a truth. Yes, so, yeah. originally from Lithuania, I'm going to say is a lie. But I think the truth is he's never played hockey in a building before. Yeah, that's where we're getting to. Yeah, yeah. I think number two is correct, that he never played hockey inside a building before he came here, which is kind of strange. Well, because obviously over there, a lot of outdoor ice. True. Uh, and, uh, you know, he played hockey before, but he wasn't, he didn't have a huge hockey background. Like, he's, no. he loves the game. Yep. But I don't think he, like, played, you know, dunes he's growing up. No, you know no junesies. I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Sherry, we're going to go with number two is the truth. Number one and three is a lie. Please let us know the result. Quickfire lie. All right, Davey. That now jumps us into our last segmento of episode 63, which is last week because this is episode 64. But give us a uh, sequence of practice last night, mate, with you and Kevy before hitting that button. Uh, well, i gotta, I got to say, um, yeah, me and Kev, we had a few connect- connections. But uh, none better than made in the breakout drill. We've played live five on five. Jiku uh, found me in front of the Zam gate, stretched me cross ice to the red line. I just settled it down nicely. He hustled 
I entered the zone, delayed a little bit, Ooh. faked, shot, but slid a beauty hard pass across the net front onto Jiku's stick right through the goalie's wickets. And in, G- in true Jiku fashion, a big celebration. Oh, absolutely, at even at practice. All right, mate. Davey's question corner. We actually have one through uh, Sherry McCormack as well as part of her email chain. So we might jump into that one first. And it's a pretty gross one, mate. It's to do with spitting. Because she's really curious. So am I, so am I actually. So are you. Because I don't really understand it. But she's got, why is spitting while sitting on the bench so common? Even in professional teams, especially in professional teams that are televised. In this era of COVID and germaphobes, germaphobes, sorry, why do they do it? Great question. Great question. And isn't it funny because I've, I've caught myself doing this and, and uh, I, I am a spitter and that sounds disgusting. Mm. You know, in everyday life, if I'm walking down the street, I'm, you know, I'm not going to spit on the ground in mm. front of people or anything like that. Um, you know, I'll, I'll look for a, a garbage can or, or something Tissue as, or as something. gross as it is. But, yep. uh, you know, everyone does it time to time. Yet on the rink or while I'm playing hockey, uh, and and just hockey, like other sports I've played, basketball, whatever, obviously you're not spinning on the court. But mm. I think given just the... Grass sports seem to, though. You, you yeah, see it in true, football true, and yeah, soccer, all that stuff. It's strange. But I think given the ice and the kind of wet areas of the bench, yep. um, it's a bit more just doesn't seem that bad at the time. Um, and again, I don't like it. I'm not proud of it, but it is something that uh, everyone just seems to do. It's kind of a, a uh, cultural thing on the ice. I know if I'm at practice and taking a knee, watching coach or the board, I might just, uh, you know, spit. I'm ashamed to admit that, but it's just something you've, I've done my whole life. Yeah. And it, you know, just kind of, why do you do it? Couldn't even tell you. Obviously, it just... I strangely you know, do it with water. Out. Like if I fill my mouth up with the water bottle i'll sometimes spit the water back out onto the ice and don't think anything of it i don't know why like i mean it's not really any better than look this is a this is a lousy explanation but i I think what it is is given the cool air yep if your mouth feels a little clearer yep uh and and the cool air just hits it it feels like you're just breathing a little little easier easier. yeah Uh, which that just could be absolute bunk but uh yeah, yeah, that's don't why. Don't really have an answer, Sherry, but I agree. It is pretty gross, especially when you're watching NHL games and it's focusing on a player. And yeah. I know Matthews, uh, he just seems to spit out of habit because half the time there's nothing there. It's just you can just see the mouth moving and doing the motion. But yeah. it's pretty gross to uh, to watch up close. But I will say, if anything, um, and yeah, is it any better? Yeah, probably not. But I And I've heard Ray Sheffield talk about this, actually, while he's been working for the Hiss. Mm-hmm is uh, if you if you have to spit, spit on the ice uh, and not on the bench because the ice does get, the snow gets picked up. I'm not saying it's more hygienic, but... Yeah, it's um, pretty gross to see it on the rubber. On the rubber on the bench, that may not get mopped that night. Yeah, uh, exactly. You know, there's other people sitting there sometimes with their kids eating food, not off the rubber, but you know what I mean, mm. um, keep it on the ice. But uh, that's a great question and something that I think we can all monitor and also hold each other up on. Like if someone on your team is just unnecessarily unnecessarily spitting all the time mm. have the conversation and refer him to the flyby podcast Matty because it, it, like I said it's something you don't really notice until someone says something or brings it up and then you monitor it and it's like oh yeah yep I do spit a lot here we go all right mate two more to wrap it up uh, I want to know if you have a favorite pregame speech and if so can you give the listeners a little bit of insight into what that was Ooh, put me on the spot uh, like the one that I've given or received, or it doesn't matter. Whatever, yeah. Oh, you're really putting me on the spot. Like there's been some excellent ones over the years. Um, like we said the other week, Don Champagne had some beauties in his time coaching the North Stars that I yep. enjoyed. Um, Fridge was very motivational. Yeah. Um, with his, you know, very real passionate um, speeches before and during a game that I enjoyed. Uh, but I'd have to say... One of the ones that I am most fond on is uh, when I coached in Drumheller with Dan Price. He was he was good at delivering speeches. And he went through a stage where he had this book called The Art of War. Great book, actually. I've got it uh, at home. Right. Just some war stories. And one of them was talking about tactics of war. 
And we were playing a team that uh, was a lot better than us. And this story that he'd read out from the book, I'll give you the Coles notes of it, essentially was uh, someone tried to, some kind of empire owned all these, uh, I think it was coal kind of mines. Yep. And someone was trying to buy into it, but it would kind of disrupt the empire and they wouldn't sell to them. So instead, they purchased the railroads between each coal mine, meaning that they couldn't move the coal without without yeah. using them and the railroads. Interesting. And then he turned that, and I said, I'm not doing it justice. He did a much better job than me, but he turned that into, that was our game plan for the night. That, that team is a lot better than us, and they may have the puck, but we're going to take away the passing lanes, and oh. uh, they're going to have to p- get through us to make passes, and we're going to live off of turnovers. And when we get the puck, we're going to be smart with it, and play our it. game, all that. But uh, Did you I win just, the game? Uh, no. Oh. But, but I did. I do really feel – no, I can't remember, to be honest, if we won that game. Yep. But I do remember feeling that the players really buying into it at the time and it really just clicked like it for them like it did for me that it's a really good analogy. Yep. And, and that was our really our – one of our focuses mentally for the game is just being really good away from the puck and kind of hunting those passing lanes and having good sticks and making them work for it. Uh, and, yeah, I can't remember if we won the game, but it definitely – no, Got that's cool. I right like it. Mindset. Yeah, excellent. All right, mate. Last one for this episode. Favorite part so far of being the AGM. New role this year for you of the North Stars of the Northies. Well, favorite part, honestly, <laughs> the fa- this probably sounds stupid, but the favorite part is just being part of the team with no uh, expectation to perform athletically. <laughs> 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 it's great yep. being able to come to the games. And I still, you know, enjoy come walking down into the rink and being around the guys that are getting prepared and yep. eating red frogs and still have having the team a coffee. camaraderie. Yeah, and being part of all that, but not having to get my body prepared and and you know, kind of focus on oh, don't turn the puck over, be really good defensively, blah mm. blah blah. So, okay, yeah, that's probably what I enjoy the most. But uh, it is also. The other thing is just seeing the guys uh, have some success. Like it's really cool this year being a part of the team while we've had a new captain, which ha- doesn't happen often for the North Stars, as you, yeah. as you know. And seeing uh, the youngest captain ever, Liam Manwaring, take that and really run with it. Um, you know, like on the weekend there where he wasn't his best on Saturday and really just played a captain's game on Sunday, turned it around, led from the front, scored, chipped in offensively, was outstanding defensively and very, very disciplined. It's just, uh, you know, a proud moment knowing, you know, an old teammate of mine. We've seen him come through as a youngster. So uh, things like that I really enjoy. Uh, just seeing him play and uh, and dominate, just grow into to a, a leader. You know, we all know he's a leader, but yep. grow into that kind of captain's role because it's pretty daunting. Well, you know, Matty, you've been a, a captain on the team before and, and a young player as well, but uh, lots expected from the captain, the North Star captains, both on and off the ice. And um, for Liam to do it at such a young age, you know, he's done it for the country before, the U18 and U20 level, but um, to see him growing as a leader is really cool to to be a part of not that i'm helping in that area but just seeing it firsthand is uh that's definitely one of the most enjoyable moments of the years so far love it davy all right mate that's all i had for you so let's tune in our favorite little jam not our favorite jam means it's the end of the show but uh you know we've had that same music for so long now maybe we need to start introducing something new i don't know but yeah and a quick uh you know a little apology this week from uh stats man because uh school camp maddie Oh. and uh don't we all didn't we all love those actually i was never a big fan of school camp not gonna yeah lie. i went to the the fake uh uluru uh, uluru or uluru i know you know the great aussie bush camp you wouldn't have known because you didn't grow yeah. up in new south but absolutely terrible trip the meat was like rubber you had to sleep in tents and it rained so the tent flooded Ooh. just a disaster trip all around i remember uh a school camp once we're at some lake Thing and all in the tent, so it's probably like a six people to a tent, like three bunk beds. In yep, tent. you know, like like kind of like permanent tents, but they were still canvas tents. Yeah, sounds very much like the trip I did. And after dark, obviously being naughty school kids, you're sneaking out of the tent, going to other people's tents, and all that. Mm. And when you ended up at the behaviour school, well, I remember uh, we got in trouble, sent back, and then we waited a bit, and then big smile on my face, I was sneaking <laughs> sneaking out of the tent. 
And then I just looked up to the teacher standing right next to the tent. Turned, <laughs> With the flashlight? Probably turned, no, just in the dark. Probably turned white. And I just stopped, went back into the tent. <laughs> no words. Lay, didn't say anything, <laughs> laid down. And then everyone in the tent was like, well, why didn't you go? What's wrong? What's wrong? And I didn't say anything. They're like, mate, what's, what happened? And then eventually just heard, he's not saying anything because I'm out here. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you got me. Amazing. Oh, I've never been so scared in my life. Which is why I don't sneak out of tents anymore, Matty. There we go. Even just, to this day. Yeah, just don't go camping. <laughs> That's right. That's all we got, mate. Love it. All right. So remember, if you want to win some tickets, drop stop in or drop in to drop in Espresso, 107 Nelson Street, Walls End. Uh, snap a pick. Pick up the coffee cup. You don't even have to be in it. Yep. Send it to us. Tag us on Facebook, Instagram, whatever. And uh, you might win some tickets. And we'd love to see you here at The Hiss. And don't forget, July 16th against the Sydney Bears. That's going to be our community through hockey game where we want you all here. <laughs>